The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready for some football talk. This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's the coach, Al Gross, with Derek Kennard. Welcome back to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Uh, we have a wonderful show planned for you today here from Under the Helmet. And please call in at 888-346-9144 to talk to myself and uh, Coach Al Gross here out of Tempe, Arizona. Hey, man, we have a lot of interesting news this uh, this week here uh, from Under the Helmets with uh, some of some really, really hot topics uh, that's occurring around the NFL. And uh, it's, uh, man, it's so wonderful, man. This time of year, the, the sun is shining, the, the, the weather's great. Hey, how's things down in Tucson there with you, Coach Al Gross? Oh, things are good in Tucson. The weather's good here, too. You know, we're about 90 miles south of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So we get a little bit of the same weather this time of year. So I'm just out here enjoying the sunshine also. Hey, good for you, big fella. Hey, man, I I, I love seeing Christina Aguilera at the... uh, at the uh, Super Bowl last uh, last week, and uh, I, I know she was at the Grammys last night, and she uh, she almost fell at the end there, and uh, she was caught by her, one of her fellow sing, singing mates caught her. Man, and do you have did you have a chance to see that take place last night, sir? No, I didn't watch the Grammys. I'm not a a, a movie fo- a, a music follower like that, but. Uh, if you say she almost fell, DK, <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it, and I, I guess that sends a, a red flag up after her missing those bars uh, during the national anthem. That there's something behind the scenes going on. Well, once again, you know, I'm uh, excusing uh, excusing her on a beauty. I mean, a booty. I'm a, be- a beauty again. And, there you uh, go. There you yeah, go. yeah. I, I fell off again. <laughs> I, I apologize with all my heart. But hey, you know what happens, man? It's uh, <clears throat> she, I, I believe it, it was a malfunction of her wardrobe, uh, uh, mainly her shoes, and uh, it may have been just a bit tall for her, big fella. She gonna there you to, go. She gonna have to straighten there up that go. straighten that out, man. Hey man, we had we had a few other mishaps that occurred this uh, this uh, this past weekend. Uh, one uh, that uh, Mr. Hainsworth had a had a driving incident. Uh, anger. What is that called when you're driving angry and? Uh, uh, 
road rage. Road rage. You trying to road rage and kill somebody? Good Lord, what does he do, man? Is he he assaulted somebody after uh, he got cut off in the freeway? What what actually happened with this situation with with Hainsworth? You have any idea? Well, I was looking at some of the news reports, and they said the guy cut Hainsworth off uh, in the Washington D.C. traffic and uh, flipped him the the bird, and Hainsworth got up, caught up to him, and they ended up stopped at a stoplight, and Hainsworth got out, and the man got out. Uh, boy, I bet you that guy was really surprised that he saw a man of that size when he got out of the car. <laughs> yeah, Hainsworth. Allegedly, Hainsworth uh, punched him, and now he's uh, been charged with uh, a misdemeanor assault charge, which... Uh, that really doesn't look too good after all the turmoil he's gone through through there in Washington, and uh, I think their skins are gonna gonna need to do something about that and let this man uh, start off with a new lease on life with another football team. Well, you say that in one breath, and in the next breath, I know that you understand that they gave that man a $20 million signing bonus out the gate. And then, you know, on top of all that, you know, he got another $10 million uh, during the course of this year. Uh, I know he, it, it, him being set, they said made him sit down the month of December because of his his lack of production and or lack of, uh, of enthusiasm of, of playing the position they were asking him to play. Listen, um, he had to sit the whole year, uh, the whole month of December of 2010 out, and that cost him, uh, I believe it cost him a couple of million. But, uh, you know, they, I still believe that they have way too much money invested into this man to allow him to just walk away and uh, some other team going to pick him up and he's going to be uh, have a change of attitude and uh, probably well compensated as well. Uh, you know, what do you think about that, Coach? Just, uh, you know... I know they need to clean that locker room up in one breath, but in another breath, man, isn't there some business decisions that need to be made here? Yeah, well, you you look at the reasons that uh, Hainsworth has had problems, and one is he and Mike Shanahan can't coexist. Number two, he does not want to play that tackle, the, uh, that end position in a 3-4 defense. He was Tennessee when he had his success. He was in a 4-3 setup. Number three, uh, I think the players in the locker room have lost confidence. You know yourself, when you're making the most money, people are looking to you uh, as a leader, and him being a leader is just not going to work there in uh, in in Washington. So do you pay him another 7 or $8 million uh, to mess up your chemistry in your locker room, or do you, do you count your losses and say, hey, we got an owner who's got big enough pockets, he's a billionaire owner, uh, one of the one of the free spending team. He's already paying about six head coaches going back to probably Marty Schottenheimer and before that. So he he I don't think it's going to hurt him as much as it does the everyday person to cut, cut their ties with Hainsworth. Well, I want to clarify with you that you know that uh, the three technique he he was playing down there in Tennessee. That uh, that is the outside shade of the offensive guard and what coach. Uh, Shanahan was asking him to do was to shade the center, uh, one side of the other uh, of the center, and uh, he refused to play that position because uh, guys like myself would come and put some barbecue sauce on the ribs, big fella. 
<laughs> you know, three, four. The double teams are a lot more prevalent mm-hmm. to those linemen at the point of attack, and especially at nose guard. He's almost. He's pretty much. He's getting help. The center's getting help on every play from one side or the other, and uh, you know, he, he's he's a guy that likes that four 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 man line where. If you stun a couple of players, he's one on one, and that's how he even got his. Uh, that's how he was able to, to become an All Pro in the first place. Boy, he's one of those guys. I would just love to put some tenderizer on them ribs and just go ahead and <laughs> sauce him up. Because boy, you know what, man? You, you know he's gonna have to man up at some point, man, and uh, and and just go and play some football. Shut up and play. That's that's my that's my model. Just shut up and play, man. Come on. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, the Redskins have got a decision to make with he and he, he and Donovan McNabb, who they've uh, who another player who they uh, they gave uh, a big extension to, and uh, he's going to be uh, paid well to move on to another team. Uh, another guy they're going to have to pay to move to a different team. You are so right. You are so right about that. Um, what? <laughs> You know, uh, uh, who's going to replace him, though? You know, he's, uh, you know, they, they set him down. He don't want to come back. Uh, apparently, he wants out of there. And well, who's well, going to? Shanahan's son is the, is the coordinator, and he likes Rex Grossman. He feels Rex Grossman could be the next guy uh, to, take over, <laughs> to take over that team. So that's who they pulled him out for to go into that two-minute offense. I guess he knows the offense. And uh, that's who they—that's who they like—is uh, Rex Grosser. Wow! Oh man, goodness! What a mess! What a mess they have down up there in uh, in DC, boy! I tell you, I, I hope I hope they get that thing straightened out soon, but not too soon, because them, them them Cowboys gonna, gonna put them to them next year. You understand? Oh boy, there you go with them Cowboys. Uh, well, they did. Uh, they. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. I've been following uh, Rob Ryan since he was with the Oakland Raiders. Then he moved on to the Cleveland Browns. And now Jason Garrett has hired him to be the coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, let, me, let me tell you something about Rob Ryan's, not Robert, but, uh, yeah, Rob Ryan. Rex is in New York. I've watched his teams. He's got tons of schemes, but his players do not seem to tackle and his players seem to blow a lot of coverages. Now let's see what he does up in Dallas. He's got some pass rush with DeMarcus Ware and some of these other guys that that play well up front. But let's see what he does with the back half of the defense because that's usually where the problems arise. And let's see what Jason Garrett does to get that offense going the way that uh, we know it can be done with uh, Tony Romo coming back. So they won't, right. they'll have a full season of Tony Romo, new coordinator. And I'm not predicting, I know that's your former team, but I'm not predicting prosperity in that division with the Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, the rest of the teams that are in that division. Going to go on to say the Giants. Go on to say the Giants because the Giants are always in the hunt too. Because they got a, they got a they got abundance of talent down there and the, up there in New York, and uh, so they they should be in contention as well. But uh, boy, keep your eyes on that shining star because they got way too much talent to not be in the playoffs, and uh, that's why that's why that cost the, that man his job uh, there. Well, listen, we have uh, some pressing pressing issues to get to uh, regarding uh, uh, 
the Cardinals watch for QB and the other teams around the league on their watch for quarterback situation. And I am expecting some call-ins tonight, and I'm looking for you to call in at 888-346-9144 from Under the Helmet. And... Al, we're going to be back right after we pay a few bills. And so, as always, will before skills, big fella. All right. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old-school-in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin it with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin it old school, which gives a back in the day approach from Chuck. A no spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under, under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Hey, Al, how you holding up, big fella? I'm doing wonderful, doing wonderful, hanging tough. Well, listen, I want to get into some other topics about the NFL, and uh, and, and uh, we have some teams that need quarterbacks, and uh, the Cardinal watch for quarterback is on, and I know the Cardinals' number one choice right now is Mr. Cobb from uh, the Minnesota, I mean the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and he's a hot commodity right now, and it's, uh, I know, is he going to go with the money, because I know the Cardinals is not throwing the money at him, but they're throwing a whole lot of this uh, the scenery and uh, uh, maybe even taking by taking 
through a drive-by by ASU campus. <laughs> Close by the studio. Uh, you know, hey, absolutely. So, you know, and in all the beautiful homes and the and golf courses they have here, it's a really, really wonderful time of the year. So uh, I hope he's taking taking the, the scenery in and, uh, and the quality of life here in the, in the Arizona area here. So uh, it, I would love to have him. He's an awesome talent as a quarterback and reads the defense well. And uh, got a nice, got a nice little arm. Undersized in my eyes, though he is undersized. Uh, he's only what six one, and uh, you know he's still undersized in my eyes. But uh, uh, he does fairly well, and back there in that pocket. Well, you know the problem with Kevin Cobb is, and a team acquiring Kevin Cobb is he's not like it's not like he's a free agent. He is under contract by the Philadelphia Eagles, and they he is asked to be traded so that he can play. And it's a matter of who's going to give up the most. And, I, and I'm going to probably guarantee you that the, the Eagles have a first-round draft choice or a first and something else on uh, as, a, as a bargaining chip for what they want for Kevin Cobb. And it's going to come down to which team, Minnesota, San Francisco, Cleveland, whoever needs a quarterback, what they're willing to give up to get Kevin Cobb because other than the rookies coming out, he has the most upside as opposed to going after some of the quarterbacks that's been around for a while that can be an immediate fix, uh, like a, a McNabb or a Vince Young who are out there looking for new teams. So it's going to be, can the Cardinals, if they want a, a somebody to throw to Larry Fitzgerald that's proven that in the NFL that they can play quarterback, what are they willing to give up to get a guy like Kevin Cobb? Yeah, that's see those those are the million dollar questions that need to be answered, and boy, what will we do to know those answers? Uh, <clears throat> you gotta you gotta come from uh, right here to the source from under the helmet with Coach Al Gross. Hey, big fella. Yeah, well, you know, you're watching a lot of different uh, different stuff, you know, uh, on on television and in print trying to stay abreast of these things that are going on in the NFL. And, DK, I want to talk about a guy like Vince Young. Vince Young is a guy who's uh, in, in Donovan McNabb are two quarterbacks that are, are obviously out of uh, their teams. There have been uh, uh, reports that uh, Tennessee is going to release him, and we all know that the situation is is – is pretty much a done deal in Washington for Dominic Knapp. What do you see a couple of these guys going, and what is their value to another team? Well, you know, I, I do think that uh, uh, Vince Young is a still an awesome talent. But, you know, it, just as well as all the other GMs in the league, they want to know what is going on inside his uh, inside that helmet of, of his. And, uh, you know, it I am quite sure they're going to have some uh, psyche valves done on him uh, whenever he does some some visits. I, uh, it sounds funny to you, but uh, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, as a civilian. I want his. I want him checked too. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to demand it. Hey, That's maybe a, we can send him to Mary's mission. Hey, big fella, we can do that to him too, big fella. I mean, we can do a psyche eval on him. 
and make sure that the bastards, DK. We need to have sit down with you. Hey, big fella, we can do a psyche valve and have it checked out. I'm, I'm not going to say a live on the air that I am qualified to do a psyche valve, but we will. We do have some people on staff at Mary's Missions uh, outpatient program out in Mesa, Arizona, to give you that uh, psyche valve. But listen, <laughs> hey, big fella, you know, but that's some serious issues. You when you got when you have a person that is uh, a leader of your ball club, the face of your franchise, you want to know if he is stable up upstairs and make sure that, you know, he's not just going to sit here and because and pout uh, and hoop and holler and stomp and scream and, and sit there and t- snatch his helmet and shoulder pads off and throw him up to the stands and like he did and uh, and, and then uh, uh, be, go in the locker room and berate the coach in front of the team like he lost his entire mind, which he seemed as though he, he did, you know, and you know, you hurt, you hurt, and uh, he apparently felt that he was not, and uh, he wanted to play. Well, here's my take on, on Vince, Vince Young. It's going to take the right type of personality as a coach to uh, work with this guy. Now, we've seen uh, where Jeff Fisher is a no-nonsense. Uh, you just you just you need to knuckle up and play ball, and when they boo you, that's all part of the game. But they, he needs a mentor and preferably somebody who's played quarterback to kind of tutor him along uh, to kind of keep him on an even keel. I think if he gets that right type of environment, along with some tools to go with him, because I never thought he really, up until maybe last year, really had the receiving core that really uh, could help him out. You know, he never really had the big-time receiver, like, say, for instance, Larry Fitzgerald or Randy Moss or somebody like that. Although he did have Randy Moss for a couple of games, but uh, that didn't seem to pan out. And speaking of that, where is Rand? Where has Randy Moss disappeared to since he's gone to Tennessee? Randy Moss hasn't been on under the radar, man. They, I mean, he barely saw some uh, some PTs or called playing time. He didn't get to play much. Uh, uh, he just kind of fell off the face. Uh, you know, he complained about not playing, but uh, and it, he was rewarded with some more bench time. So, uh, you know, he's he's got to bite the bullet and and uh, shut his mouth and just play. And 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 his production is going down. So he, you know, he's another one of those players that need to shut up and just play, catch the ball, and quit making business decisions about catching them balls up down down the middle, and uh, uh, either catch the ball or you know just shut up, man, and play. Now listen, man, you you mentioned about. Uh, 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 V.Y. Vince Young about him being mentored and all this other stuff. You and I both know that this man is a starter in this league. You're talking about a guy that uh, as if he's done, he's washed up, he's a backup player. He's going to be mentored to from, from uh, you know, uh, on the bench while while another senior player goes in front of him and delivers victories and when he has to be tutelage from the sidelines. No, and, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he's, I'm saying he's a starting quarterback, but he's going to have to have the right kind of quarterback coach and head coach around him that's going to keep him, that's going to uh, kind of nurture him along as far as when the, she starts to have a bad game to keep talking to him and talk to him about what to do. The case, case, case example is a friend of mine, Sam Clancy, was a defensive line coach with the Raiders. And he said, Al, you know, it's totally different 
these these pe- these kids are a t- lot different than when we played. They're getting this guaranteed money, and your 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 franchise is based upon these high priced players and players with these guaranteed money performing for you. So you can't scream and yell on them the way they did when we were played. You have to yeah. talk to some of these kids, and unfortunately, that's where the game has gone. And we all talk about how we don't see some of the same fire that used to go on when we played, but some of that is these people are making business decisions. If you get yes, on them too tough and you don't uh, nurture them the right kind of way and keep their head in the game, they're going to shut down on you and get paid, and then you got nothing as an owner and as a coach for these players to contribute to the team. And is it right? No, it's not right, but that's just where we are with society and kids today. Yeah, yeah. you got to talk to them a certain kind of way. Well, you know, you know, Coach, you got us. Uh, you mentioned Sam Clancy, man. Don't be dropping names like that. You just had me flash on me hitting chance Sam Clancy in the mouth. So don't. Come on, big baby. Yeah, don't do that to me. You make me flash on hitting him right in the mouth. So don't even, don't even start name dropping. You made me flash on a play that I had to go hit him. So don't do that. Now listen, <laughs> I, I love you. Remember you chasing everybody. Down to Cleveland yeah. Stadium, big fellow. You trying to come? You even trying to come get me your homeboy? Yeah, well, couple I, I, plays. I, I, Boy, I'm we, trying to. We really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I'm trying to give you some flavor. Thirty years later. Yeah, I'm sure trying to give you some flavor from, from <laughs> under the helmet, big fellow. You know, hey man. Now, now you you have some other teams that need some quarterbacks, man. You want to rattle off a few uh, teams that do need quarterbacks that 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 that, that, that are on the quarterback watch as well. Yes, sir. We have the San Francisco 49ers who, uh, surprisingly enough, Jim Harbaugh is are entertaining the, the thought of uh, keeping Alex Smith. He feels like Alex Smith can be a winning quarterback. But I don't know if the fans in uh, San Francisco believe that. And then you got the Miami Dolphins who need a quarterback in the worst way. You got the Minnesota Vikings with Brett Favre and Tavarius Jackson. And let's throw Tavarius Jackson in the backup quarterback rank second switch teams. You uh-huh. got uh, the Cleveland Browns, who, to my uh, to, to my distress, are <laughs> still talking about keeping Jake go home to Loma around. And now wow. I don't understand why what you see. They're going to give him another five and a half million dollars to throw interceptions or do whatever. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let's start with a fresh quarterback. With, let's go with uh, Colt McCoy and bring in a veteran, or let's go with somebody else besides Jake Duhlman. He's been done. Fork's been in him a couple of years now. Yeah, I, I, I like McCoy. Carolina, and uh, obviously the Skins, and then we got Carson Palmer, who wants out of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Is whether or not the Browns will, uh, the Brown family who owns the team, will let him out. But they're talking about making a deal, a three-way deal to get him out of. He wants to come out on the West Coast. And yeah, he does. Entertaining the thought of hooking up with Pete Carroll up in Seattle. Yeah, he does want to come to the West Coast, and he's a West Coast guy that wants to come to the West Coast, big fella. Well, How hey, about him with the Cardinals. Oh boy, now nah, he, you know, that would be a really good fit for him with Fitzgerald out there and and the supporting cast. Oh, it would be a nice fit. Hey, we have to go pay some bills, but right now I want to tell you about what we have coming up next. We're going to talk about the the collective. 
bargaining agreement and how it affects our collegiate kids coming out of uh, the uh, of college football and into the NFL. And we'll be right back after these messages, baby. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports you are listening to from under the helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach al gross we want to hear from you now call in with your comments questions or whatever to 1-888-346-9144 one 888 Three four six nine one four four, or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross, and we are accepting call-ins here at 888-346-9144 from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Coach Al, how are you holding up down there in Tucson, Arizona? Oh, Tucson, we're hanging tough, man. No worries, no worries. No worries. I love to hear that, man. I hope somebody's treating you well on Valentine's Day. Tell me so. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get your, hair, your nails done, your hair done, you got everything good? <laughs> no, I don't do all that, DK. That's for, that's for the females to get the nails oh, well, done. Yeah. I got these old crusty feet, man. Ain't nobody, you know, I don't worry about those. I just keep them cut. All right, then. All right, then. I want to make sure you got your stuff together, big fella, because we don't want no mess out of you this weekend. Come on now. Well, you, you're a married man. I hope you got everything taken care of uh, for the for uh, Valentine's Day. I don't want you to, uh, you know, I don't want to hear about you getting hit in the head of the frying pan. Get, get that done. <laughs> 
Oh man, my 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 own girl man, she's from uh, Stockton man. She believes in that in that hot grease and them grits, bro. So I you Uh-oh. know I'm coming in with my stuff straight. I'm taking her to dinner. Yeah, cause we don't want no Al Green action. <laughs> <laughs> boy, you sure like didn't know how to break me down like a shotgun, boy. I tell you, hey, let's get into this uh, this segment here. Uh, we're, we're collegiate football. How is this uh, CBA is cause impacting the collegiate uh, players that's coming out into the NFL draft? I I know we touched on this just a little bit uh, last week, but our listeners need to hear how in the heck is this going to impact our collegiate players coming out into draft this year uh, is this going to impact our guys with the with the combine uh, coach uh, give us your insight on that yeah well first of all the the sides are about a billion dollars apart in money and then there are also some issues on the table as far as the rookies wage salary cap uh, instituting in how far it can go and they're not even meeting anymore. Uh, so until we get some urgencies from the fans and the public opinion, I don't think there's anything going to happen seriously for the next up until March 3rd. But as far as the rookies go, the combine is still in effect uh, in Indianapolis on the 23rd. That lasts about a week. Then there's going to be a rash of uh, pro days for the guys who don't choose to go to the combines to have scouts look at them. That's not going to be affected. Now, we have the draft, which is in April. That will and could be affected if we don't have an agreement where the um, players' union and the agents are talking about getting together and doing uh, a, a boycott of the draft so that there will not be a draft. And I don't think you can have one without a collective bargaining agreement anyway. So those are the main two issues on the table for uh, for the draft, and uh, that's what's going to be uh, the first thing at hand. Well, you know, I, I you know I don't think there should be a draft if there's going to be a, a lockout. So it put a freeze on the entire process of the the draft as well as uh, the upcoming season. So this is this is definitely something that our 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 listeners and our, our, our NFL fans need to get involved and uh, and uh, go to legends.com and, and, and voice your opinions about uh, let the players play. Uh, legends.com allow you to voice your opinions. Go to legends.com and uh, let people know that you want the NFL to play ball. Hey, man, uh, we have some uh, uh, some guys that are listed uh, in the first round. Uh, that's going to be the first 32 pick. I'm going to rattle off some names. I want you to stop me when you have some disagreements. First round, number one pick, Daquan Bowers, defensive end, Clemson. Uh, I don't know, too. I don't know a whole lot about uh, that gentleman. He played in the ACC, as you know, out here out west. We don't see a lot of ACC football. That conference was sorted down this year as far as the wins and losses uh, overshadowed by the SEC and the Pac-10 and Big Ten. So I don't know a whole lot about the man, but if everybody's got him ranked high, he's got to be a tremendous athlete. And uh, judging by the the, the, the thing of uh, Namadio So, whatever his name is up in Detroit, who won the defensive MVP rookie, 
uh, he turned out to be a great football player, and I didn't hear much about him either. Well, you know, just uh, he, he, he's, he's 6'4", 280 pounds, and, and he, he has a whole lot of upside to him. And uh, the, I saw him play uh, briefly during the season. And, uh, you know, I, after watching him playing, I just I thought he took a bunch of plays off. And, uh, yeah, he made, he made a great play when I finally turned to the television. He did make a great play. But uh, beyond that, he took a lot of plays off. So I, I looked at him and said, wow, uh, a number one draft pick? I don't think so. And then this Fairley guy, he came along as a number two. He's coming along as a number two pick um, in the first round. And, you know, we of course, we saw him in a national uh, championship game under the spotlights, under the lights, big fella. And he exactly. just lit it up and showed up big and uh, didn't take many plays off at all. When he did take a play off, he went through the sideline and he came back with smoke coming out of his nose and coming out of his Six both ends, big fella, coming and going. Come on, that's the kid at Auburn. Yes, that's Nick Fairley. He's that D tackle out of Auburn. He plays that three technique. Boy, yeah, boy, he's a handful for somebody to handle. Man, is uh, he gonna make some of these uh, some of these soft inside guys in the NFL? Boy, he he gonna uh, do a sue on a butt. I tell you. Hey, the guy I want to talk about, DK, is uh, Cam Newton. You know. Okay. Going back in history, uh, you know, we have had quarterbacks who have been in that spread offense. And uh, this kid is being uh, maligned as, be- as being the third or fourth best quarterback in the draft, depending on who you talk to. And he just had this uh, big thing out here in San Diego where he put on a sort of like a pro day thing. And everybody came away saying a lot of good things. But I want to go back years ago to when Charlie Ward, an African-American quarterback, won the Heisman, set a lot of passing records, and he did not even get drafted and ended up playing basketball. I think a lot of the talk going out that discredits Cam Newton is unwarranted, and it's basically media-driven based on uh, the, the, the stuff that went on with his dad as far as the money. It is they have never brought up a character issue about him other than that. And if you look at Tim Tebow going in the first round, other other players like that, you look at his ability to run, his size, the way he releases the ball, they don't have anything to say about that. Now they go to can he read defenses. This is a man who just won a national championship. He's won in junior college. He's showing all the signs, and I think the GMs will see through that and draft this man in the top five picks. You know, I had a, I had a really good chance to see this young man uh, in person, and man, he's a solid, solid guy as far as uh, uh, a physical stature. And this kid is not only uh, what is he six uh, five, almost six six, and uh, uh, you know two hundred thirty five pounds. I mean, he's uh, he's a fairly thick guy that uh, you you just not gonna take him down easy. You know, he's uh, you gonna have to really wrap. You gonna have to give him some ooh wee and not and take him down to the turf, big fella. Because I know the NFL is trying to keep these quarterbacks upright, but boy, you know, a guy like him, you gonna have to give him a whole lot of ooh wee to take him down to the ground, big fella. Right, you see that with Ben Roethlisberger, you gotta really get to him and put your hands on him to get to get him on the ground. And not only is he, he is, uh, he reminds me of a Randall Cunningham, a, a new and improved version of Randall Cunningham. If you, if you get him out of the pocket, he's going to beat you. 
He can run, throw on the ball. Uh, you know, they talk about not being a second and third read guy. Well, I don't think uh, you need to be a third, second, and third read guy when you can break down a defense and take off running and get eight yards and get a first down uh, early on in the first couple of years. And then he can progress and get, there's a lot of upside to him learning to read two or three later on, as we've seen Dalvin McNabb and some of the other Steve uh, McNair. Uh, you know, there's been a ton of running quarterbacks uh, over the last few years that have shown that. Yes, sir. I agree with you, man, with that. And, uh, boy, I tell you, you know, we are uh, bumping up and uh, getting close to the end of this segment. But I wanted wanted to uh, – how how close are we to um, having a lock uh, lockout for the NFL? Well, the lockout is almost certain. Uh, the owners have scheduled a meeting on – uh, March third, which is the day of the the, the day of the, the collective bargaining agreement expiring, and I think that they will announce that there has been a lockout because uh, that, I think that's all part of the strategy. Uh, we've gone, I've gone through two strikes, and this is par for the course. We posture and ret- a lot of rhetoric out there, like we're trying to reach a deal. The players have put a proposal; they don't want to call it a proposal because they don't even want to even read it. Uh, they're, they've already said that they're going to lock the players out. They filed the motion in, in, in the courts to block the union from decertifying, meaning that if the players disband the union, there can be no lockout. So they're trying to take that card away. The owners have also spent upwards of $30 million lobbying Congress to you know keep them out of the bargain agreements because they don't have to negotiate because the TV money some six million six billion dollars is guaranteed to be paid to the owners whether there's a game or not so there's really not much interest in getting this thing done early they just want to see how long they can wait it out and let the players crack uh first and come back in putting pressure on demari smith and uh that's how they plan to win this this battle of billionaires over millionaires Man, it's a poker game. Come on, man! And you gotta, you can't show them your poker face, man. What what I'm saying, what I what I'm hearing from this uh, is that uh, you know the uh, far as the collective bargaining agreement is concerned with the as uh, with the players, they are they've given they just given uh, by saying they gave in by saying okay we instead of going uh, sixty uh, well what is it fifty once. Uh, uh, forty nine towards the players. No, it's sixty. It's sixty forty. It's sixty forty. Uh, but you got to bear in mind too: the players give a billion dollars to the owners before that sixty forty split out of the eight point something uh, billion, uh, billion dollars. dollar yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. They give them a billion dollars to cover their expenses, but the owners are still saying that they're losing money, and it's not. The major market teams that are losing money, it's the small market teams like Jacksonville, Buffalo, right. who don't draw fans, right. and, uh, and and they don't want to, and the owners are having their own problems because they don't want to, owners like Jerry Jones, Daniel Snyder, the brand new stadiums that are pulling in all that money don't want to equally split the money. Right. They want to be able to negotiate their own deals. Well, hey, let's uh, let's take a break, and we're going to come back in just a few moments with uh, some talk about Plaxico Burris. Where you going, big fella? <laughs> Plaxico, coming back.
got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football related topics on the program from under the helmet with your hosts, Derek Ennard and the coach, Al Gross. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and their weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and the coach, Al Gross. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under, Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard and Coach Al Gross. Hey, man, we have Plexico Burris is due to get back out of here and uh, into the free world in June. Now, uh, where in the heck is he going to land? I know that his former team has no interest in him with the New York Giants, and uh, he has a situation back in Pittsburgh with his former team. They have interests uh, by way of, of uh, some of his former teammates are interested in having him back. And so, uh, the, you know, the, this guy is 6'5", runs a 4'4 and a 40. I don't know if he's still got his speed. Because he's what thirty four years old now, you know. Thirty four. Yeah, and uh, with that said, uh, he's been he's been locked up since oh eight, and uh, now he's getting back out, and he's got this. He want to he want to resume back to his life uh, as such as uh, Michael Vick has done, but uh, is. is the league uh, is going to welcome him back with open arms so willingly, uh, or, or is there going to be some issues here? Well, Roger Goodell has shown that he's a, a he's willing to give uh, players who've gotten in trouble a second chance. Michael Vick's one. We see Ben Roethlisberger playing in the Super Bowl. Who's another one? And uh, the list goes on and on. The question is with Paxco Burris. 
is not, I don't think it's so much of his off the field because uh, him him firing a gun in his pocket and shooting himself in the leg, (laughs) that that sealed his own deal. But can he perform well in a workout and a tryout uh, when teams are looking at him to allow him to be, uh, to see whether or not he still has those skills left? His body has had a year and a half to two years. I don't know exactly how long it's been to heal up. So when you don't have that wear and tear, he's probably 34, but he's a fresh 34 who hasn't played the last year and a half. So it just depends on his workout. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I, I believe, I truly believe that there's going to also be some head check. They're going to check his head to see if he's okay uh, mentally. When I say his head, there's going to be some interviewing processes that he's going to have to go through to find out if he is going to be capable of handling all the. Uh, you know the media, the the stress of the NFL of how how uh, the media come at you about your past discretions and and um, you know how the the. The NFL could be a meat grinder to you, and uh, the, the, the media the media could be your best friend, or it could be your your worst enemy. So you have to uh, try to handle it with a long handled spoon, or to just be all in and just uh, and uh, abide by the law and do everything the right way, like he's supposed to do anyway. Right. Well, Roger Goodell does a good job of putting these guys on a short leash uh, and letting them know when he sits down and talks to them one more time. And uh, you're gone, and there will be not there will not be another time. So it's just a matter of how the guy is, is he serious about it? Because we've seen Pac-Man Jones, who uh, was uh, was given a one more time, and he 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 didn't abide by it. He wanted to make it rain in a strip club after he he'd been told not to go in there, and yeah. uh, the the commissioner knocked him out. Now he he came back here last year, but he had to wait a good while. But uh, these contracts are set up by the clubs also that if you violate something, your contract's terminated. You, you, you're not doing any more money, and, and you're just done. Wow. You know, you, you mentioned a guy like him that uh, – uh, what's the kid's name you just mentioned? Dude, that was an awesome cornerback. Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones was an awesome cornerback. I enjoyed watching him his first two years in the league, but – the kid just stay, he just constantly stayed in trouble and you know it just amazes me that uh you know if if you get hit in the head a, a one or two times you you know you should learn a lesson and uh maybe uh change a little bit or change the way you comb your hair or go home to a different route do something different but this <laughs> man <laughs> so go back and tell somebody you're sorry <laughs> for something but man do something different do something big fella hey yeah, man we we um we we talked about Patman Jones and guys of like this that has a swan, a squandered away millions and millions of dollars and had opportunities that is that guys just wish for to go out and have fun and play ball and and make a whole lot of money man it's a it's this is this is a a, a, a privilege it's not something to go out and abuse you you it's a privilege to go out there and and strap it up and go out there and have some fun and and enjoy the game that you love to play for since you was a nine-year-old snotty-nosed little boy 
such as myself. And, you know, this, this you can't go out there and squander away all those talents you have like uh, Pac-Man Jones did. You know, Plexico Burr going to have an opportunity to to right all his wrongs by getting out there and doing uh, and uh, showing that he's capable of, of playing and going out and proving to a team that he's able to keep his head on straight and uh, just play ball and, uh, and, and, and leave a, a righteous life. Yes, sir. Well, these guys, like you said, we have a commissioner in place now who gives these guys. He understands that we're products of society. I mean, you got if you have a hundred young men, some of them are going to get in trouble. You're always going to have a few bad apples. As Sam, particularly, I know an old coach of mine said, you're always going to a word to the wise should be sufficient. But I know it won't be because you always got a few cutie pies in the room that want to try to beat the system. So, <laughs> so you're gonna always have guys that go the wrong way. It's a matter of what do they do when they have an opportunity to come back and prove themselves as good citizens and good people and good football players. And what do you do with that opportunity? And uh, you know, the jury's still out. But so far, Michael Vick has been the poster child for the comeback. I hear he's gonna be on Oprah Winfrey coming up this week. Uh, he's uh, he's been had a few close calls, and you know he's being blessed by getting another shot to recoup some of that hundred million dollar gain, hundred million dollar contract he had lost with Atlanta. Yes, he lost uh, quite a bit of earnings, but uh, he's on his way back on the comeback trail, and he's doing very well to be the comeback player of the year for the NFL. And uh, you know, Coach Al Gross is. It's been a, a wonderful, uh, a, a, I want to call it spring with spring ball, getting ready to come in with the with the uh, uh, the spring ball players from from the major league baseballs coming in town, and all the folks from the from the from the East Coast is coming in. Boy, and it's just wonderful to see all this uh, wonderful spring weather weather here. And it's so funny that I'm talking about weather because it's about uh, about time for you to tell us a little bit about that hit band sports. Well, we're just still training kids. Uh, we had a kid go out uh, last week that's been training with me for six weeks. Won the best all around athlete and brought his time down, forty time down, a second and a, a tenth of a half of a second. So we're just training some of these kids and. Uh, trying to teach them how to be better football players right now. Oh, that's wonderful. Of course, you know, I'm going to plug my, my, my Blueprint Education at, at, uh, at Kids at Hope, as well as ProEdsPerformance.com. Go see Derek Kennard Jr. over at ProEdsPerformance.com and get your kids in there to work out. And Mommy and Daddies, you're welcome to come in there as well. And, hey, Mary's Mission uh, Outpatient Program out in Mesa, Arizona. We are giving some outpatient program situations for uh, for clients that need help. Hey, <clears throat> we're coming to a close, and I'd like to just say happy Valentine's Day to all my loved ones, mom, sis, pops, and bro. I love you, and uh, all my, my my wife and kids at the house. I love all of you as well. How about you, big fella? You got any on, love for everybody out I'm there? On, yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> echo that. I'm, I'm friends and family and, and loved ones, and uh, to all the people listening out there, happy Valentine's Day. Yes, and I would like to also add out a uh, shout out to my soul Vikes out there in, uh, on the southeast, uh, <laughs> the southwest go. side of Stockton. Uh, 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 my soul Vikes, I got nothing but love for you out there, soul Vikes. All right, let's <laughs> we'll see you next week. Here under the helmet. Yes, sir. Next week we'll be back. 
Beta. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard and the Coach Al Gross will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.